0: Peter Williams from One O'clock on RCR Reality Check Radio. This is Reality Check Radio, and joining me now is Wanaka Man David Reed. David Reed uh, owns the building where Julian Bachelor is going to be presenting his uh, stop co-governance uh, to a meeting tomorrow night in in the Wanaka Township. And David, you've had some pushback against the fact that you've rented or leased out that building for the night. So, firstly, thanks for joining us here on Reality Check Radio. But let's get a bit of a background here. Uh, the building that yeah, you have—what sure. do you normally use it for?
1: Oh, uh, weddings or uh, miscellaneous events. It's um, it's a purpose-built building, it's essentially to support the township with um, events.
0: And is it used reasonably regularly?
1: Uh, well, we only bought it, um, you know, less than a year ago, so I guess we're uh, we're, we're new to the game and uh, we're building up our bookings now. So, uh, yeah, no, that's what we're doing. We don't tend to turn a lot of business down at this stage.
0: I'm sure you don't. So how did Julian Batchelor find
1: you? Uh, well, he didn't. It was a, a local resident that uh, approached us and, and asked whether um, we would actually um, lease him the building. He was very upfront and said what the um, meeting was about. And obviously we did our own research and uh, we decided that we would lease the building because we felt that that's our right, that uh, that's our business. If we wish to lease the building to um, a gentleman, that that to me is the ability of the freedom of speech. He can have his say and that's what our democracy is built on.
0: Indeed. How much do you know about Julian Batchelor and this whole stop co-governance movement?
1: Oh, to be fair, I, I don't know a lot at all. Um, I've obviously done a little bit of research since I um, did the booking. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a news reader, so um, I know what's in the media and um, you know, discount some of what you read and uh, some of the sensationalism. And obviously um, he's saying something that has upset a lot of people, but you know, I believe in his right to be able to say it
0: absolutely that is surely the the foundation of a free and liberal democracy which uh, at last look I thought that's what we lived in so then t- tell <laughs> me about tell me about this interaction then uh, that your wife has had with the chair chairman of the uh, Wanaka community board simon telfer
1: Well, what happened is I I sort of walked to the house and saw my wife was very upset and obviously stopped and tried to work out what was going on. And she said she had a phone call from a guy. I've never met him before. I'm not into the local body politics, but uh, she said his name was Simon Telfer and he identified him as the chair of the community board and then proceeded to um, have a crack at her about uh, having these gentlemen uh, speaking at our venue, that it wasn't good for the community, that it was divisive, racist. Um, basically, he, he bullied her. You know, she was still shaking when I saw her. So uh, it upset me quite a bit, to see my wife like that.
0: Well, I'm not surprised, frankly. So uh, uh, you, you, you made...
1: for me is- is that he's trying to use his position as a chair of the community board and exert influence through that. Well, that's not right.
0: Well, particularly when you own a building uh, as a private individual and you're pretty much free to do what you like uh, with that building within, within the law. So you saw that your well, wife was upset and you decided you'd better get in touch with Mr Telfer just to find out sure. what the yep. hell he was going on. So he talked to you eventually?
1: Yep no I um, I rang him I, he didn't answer my call and I sent him a text that essentially said look I don't appreciate you you bullying my wife um if you want to talk to me in person I'm I'm more than happy having a chat to you um about the you know what you consider an issue um but then I did finish it with something along the lines that uh, you know most bullies don't tend to front up so surprise me in front up well, he rang me. He he wouldn't meet me, but he, he rang me, and uh, when he rang me, he basically you know carried on with the same uh, mantra that as the community board chair, he had a responsibility to um, stop divisive um, things coming into our community. It's not good for the community. Um, have I heard what uh, Julian has said? You know, would I like to receive some video footage? And uh, you know, it was taking, You know, what he obviously. Uh, thought was a morally high ground and, and basically um, tried to stop us. Well, he was actually sort of said something that it would have a negative impact on our business. And at that, I sort of shook my head and sort of wondered whether he's meaning the community or, or he could influence. I, I don't know, but I, I certainly felt threatened. Uh, yeah, and it's, I, I sort of said to him, look, do you believe in free speech? And um, he wouldn't answer. And I said, come on, yeah, th- this is very important Do you believe in free speech. And Then he proceeded on some analogy about child pornography (laughs) and uh, if they were speaking there, I would stop it. And I said, yeah, but that's illegal. This guy has every right to say what he wants to say and our society gives him the right to say that. That's our democracy.
0: I know that we have a problem in this country at the moment with politicians looking to put their particular morals uh, on the rest of the population, but I've never heard of it uh, at a local body level before David, uh, particularly at the, the lower level of local body politics, i.e. the community board. I just find this approach to you quite extraordinary. It's as if he believes that Wanaka is his own personal fiefdom and that he can control what goes on inside the town. That's crazy, isn't it?
1: Well, it certainly is. You know, and... Oh, yes, we've got a beautiful town here. And, you know, if I go back, you know, the last time I saw this country as divided as it is now would be the 81 Springbok Tour. And, you know, that was about you know, race as well. And for, for whatever reason, you know, our country has been divided. And, you know, now we're trying to fight back from it.
0: So how did the conversation with Simon Telfer end? Did, did you uh, hold your ground oh, no, and say going. you're you're going ahead?
1: Oh, okay. I, I several times asked him, but rather than actually you telling me what he's saying without actually seeing it, why don't you come to the meeting and actually make your own decision? Because surely this is the important part of free speech. He's going to say something and you can actually be at the meeting and if you disagree with it, you can speak. <laughs> and uh, he refused to go to the meeting and said several times that uh, if he attended the meeting, he'd be supporting it. So... Uh, yeah, you know, I just of at that stage said, look, going around in circles and um, yeah, left the phone call and then talked to a few locals here that I know. And, and you know, basically I was encouraged at that stage to, that I should be making a complaint. So uh, from there I, I wrote a letter to the mayor complaining about uh, this interference.
0: As you should, because, frankly, what the chair of the community board is doing is – well, I mean, it, it doesn't take much to realise that that is completely and utterly out of order, isn't it? It's is essentially well, you're doing a commercial transaction. Julian Bachelor is just exercising his right to free speech. It's a pretty cut-and-dried affair, I would have right. thought, a pretty cut-and-dried issue. Yeah, no,
1: the, the allegation is that um, because we've leased from the building, we're supporting a racist meeting. And uh, that certainly has been highlighted and uh, some of the emails we've been bombarded with.
0: And who are you getting emails from?
1: Supposedly locals, but um, yeah, I seem to remember the Springbok tour. We seem to have a rent-a-crowd type scenario where they went around their, their protests. If you look at all the emails we've been sent... Key messages of word for word, so it seems to be that uh, some central organisation is um, you know, using proxies to send out these emails.
0: Have um, has the the meeting been well advertised around Wanaka? Because how come you're getting emails uh, about the user, I, about the booking?
1: Um, it's been in the local rag, the Messenger. Um, and I believe there has been a mail drop and, of course, um, the location has been advertised so people have been getting on the uh, website with the uh, venue information and sending, um, obviously, emails <laughs> to my wife.
0: Yes. Uh, there is, of course, the the Lake Wanaka Centre, which is the place where public meetings in Wanaka are usually held. Do you know whether or not Julian Batchelor or his people tried to book that for their meeting?
1: No, I don't know. No, I don't know at
0: all. Yeah, Because there are, obviously there have been court cases about uh, councils refusing bookings from various groups, whether it be Stand Up for Women or the um, the, the, the uh, Stop Co-Governance Tour. Uh, the court cases yeah. have basically said that councils have to accept the bookings because they're public facilities. You're a private facility, and for the the, okay. the community board to be interfering now is just... Well, it's just beyond belief, isn't it? Uh, how, many, how many people does your facility hold for a meeting such as this, David?
1: Oh, we've got a huge uh, building, but I've got no idea um, the amount of people that would be turning up. Um, yeah, no, no we, we could fit a, uh, a lot of people in, but um, I think Monarch is a uh, fairly small town and people do tend to turn the other cheek, so I'll, I'll be interested to see what's the numbers turn up. Are you going to go yourself? Absolutely. I actually want to be informed. So when people actually uh, abuse me or, or, or cast their opinions at me, it'd be good to actually be able to go there and, and say you've been. And you know, there were some things I, I might have um, supported and there might have been some things I didn't. I don't know until I've actually been. And that's the whole point.
0: Precisely. Are you worried about security, about maybe protesters being outside, possibly any damage to your building at all? Are you you're taking any extra steps uh, because of that?
1: Well, no, we've just leased the building, so at the end of the day, the responsibility falls with the people leasing the building. Um, So, no, I I don't know. I've I've considered it, but uh, I think the issue is too important not to stand up.
0: Do you think there'll be police there? Are you making sure that there will be adequate security if there happens to be protesters?
1: I don't know. I, I haven't organised any police involvement there. The building is on private land, and I guess if there is any issues there, that um, you know, I, I can basically you know, remove them from the from the property.
0: I note that uh, you have written to uh, the mayor of Queenstown Lakes, Glen Lewis, who lives over the hill in yep. Queenstown. Have you had any response from him? No.
1: I have actually interestingly had a response from a councillor I spoke to and um, he made the comment that uh, this uh, issue was not discussed at a community board meeting and uh, he's incredulous that uh, the chair of the board felt he could speak on a matter that hasn't actually been talked about in their their board.
0: Yes, so he's completely gone out on a tangent. Has he apologised at all for speaking to your wife the way that uh, she believes... He did?
1: No, he he made the point that uh, he took notes at the time which actually, uh, looking at his notes, he did not bully her. Well, (laughs) surprising his own notes actually reflect that, isn't it?
0: Yeah, he would say that, wouldn't he? Yeah. (laughs) All all right. Uh, Well, this is going to be really interesting, David, to see what happens uh, at this meeting in Wanaka tomorrow night. uh, When you say... Lots of people, you got enough chairs? Are you expecting what? Uh, you know, would the facility hold 100 people for instance to, to come in and hear this guy?
1: Yeah, oh, it certainly would, yeah, yeah but it would hold more than that. And uh, yeah, with regards to the building, uh, we're just leasing the building, so I come back to you know, we haven't made a stand, we're just leasing the building with regards to furniture and chairs, and that, that's all of the nice by then. We're just leasing a building,
0: it's a commercial transaction, you're a commercial man, correct. You, yeah, you, 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 uh, you do business, uh, David.
1: All right, no, that's well, what we're meant to do.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's what we live in this free country for—to be able to do business in uh, a free, uh, a free society inside uh, the laws of the land. And the laws of the land correct. say you, you, you are allowed to have public meetings. Yeah,
1: that's the whole part. <laughs> the whole part of who we are, isn't it? Indeed.
0: Hey, David, thank you for talking with us. We'll, uh, we'll see what happens tomorrow night. Nice of you to join us.
1: Thanks, Peter. Thanks for the Cheers. Thank you.
0: Bye. D- David Reed. there, and this is Reality Check Radio.
1: Thanks for tuning in to RCR, Reality Check Radio. If you like what you're listening to, or even better, if you don't agree with what you're listening to, then get in touch with us now. You can text us with your message to 2057. That's 2057. Or if you'd rather email us, you can at inbox at realitycheck.radio. We would love to hear from you, so get in touch with us now.